This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 137. veterinary friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Today, I am going to do some more questions. Last week, I thought that was really fun to go through some questions that you can ask yourself in order to start moving forward in your life. And so today, I want to talk a little bit about relationships and questions that you can ask yourself about your life relationships in order to help you think about things differently maybe decide on purpose to change some things about relationships in your life because this is a common question that I get. What? How do I have better relationships with my family? How do I have better relationships with the people that I work with? It's a big issue. So I gathered some questions up. We're going to talk through those in just a moment. But before we get to that, I just want to let you know that I am continuing to do free coaching. If you go to my website and you want to try it out, you can sign up for a session there. Anything that you want to talk about, I'm open and game. If you just want to learn a little bit more about what life coaching feels like and what it's all about, go there and we can chat. I'm also collecting some questions from you in order to do another podcast, question and answers. So if there's anything that you'd like to ask me or you'd like me to talk about, you can send me a direct message on either Instagram or Facebook. You can send me an email, jacapeldvm at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. Once I get a fair number of questions compiled, I will have a podcast where I answer your questions. And if you want me to say your name, I'd, I'd love to do that. If you don't want me to say your name, then just let me know. And I will use your name or not use your name, depending on how you feel about it. So send me your questions. I'm looking forward to doing that soon. And I'm also working on a little video about how to deal with anxiety. So look for that. That will be coming out soon on my YouTube channel. Okay, so let's get into these questions about relationships. The first question that you need to ask yourself when you're working through this thought process is who do I spend the most time with? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it coworkers? Look at the past year in your life, kind of like we did on the other podcast. Look at your past year and see who are you spending your time with. Now, there might be a little difference because of COVID. We didn't spend as much time with people last year as we normally would like to. But think about maybe the last five years. Who do you spend the most time with? Are they influencing your life in a positive way? Because life is most about social relationships. And although we've been denied some of the social things that we like to do, you are still spending time with people, either face-to-face or virtually. And those people around you are the ones that influence the way you think, the way you act, and overall the way you feel about your life. Now, Jim Rohn says that you are the average of the five people that you spend most of your time with. So your circle of friends or the people around you influence your mindset, your behavior, the habits that you have. 
I know that's true for me. I remember when I was in high school, I worked at a veterinary hospital and one of the technicians swore like crazy. And I'm not someone that uses a lot of swear words. I use them sometimes, but it's not my favorite thing to do. And when I was hanging around this technician, I started to swear more because she did it so often. And it was just like normal conversational English to her. And I started to do it because I was spending so much time with her. So if you hang out with people that have the kind of habits that you want to have, you will start to absorb those habits. If you hang out with successful people, you will become more successful. If you want to be more confident, hang out with confident people. If you want to be happier, then hang out with some happy people. So this first question is mostly about doing some look back or introspection about who you spend time with and what kind of things are they offering you. I know if I go to work and there's a lot of stress and tension and drama coming from the other people that work with me, then I become more dramatic. I become more stressful. I kind of take on that stress energy. If everybody comes to work and they're happy and they, they're focused and they want to do a good job, then it's easier to stay focused and stay calm and do the, the job that we want to do. So taking stock of who you spend your most time with and how are they affecting your goals and your progress. And then the next question kind of piggybacks on that a little bit, but it's uh, twisted a little bit. And the question is, am I investing my time and energy in the correct relationships or the right relationships for me? Because people are social, and we've learned that over the past year. We missed out a lot on our social interactions, and it was detrimental to us. Because you really can't be happy in life without good relationships. Human beings were designed to be social. And that's why we love our pets so much, because we kind of use our pets as social substitutes. And I will be the first one to argue that animals are much easier to get along with than people, but you really do need to have some people in your life, some close, caring relationships. And it doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have to be friends even. It can be work acquaintances. You can even count client relationships in the time and energy that you're spending. Because sometimes we spend so much energy on the wrong client relationships And that's why a lot of times we feel so drained while working. So when you ask yourself this question, am I investing my energy in the right relationships? You can include family, friends, and even clients. Because there have been times when I've tried to repair client relationships and it wasn't really the right way to use my energy. It's like, why am I trying to save this relationship? Why do I care so much about this client? There's so many other people that are kind that need my attention. So spend a little bit of time thinking about who are you spending your time with and and are they the right relationships? And one good way to kind of work through these thoughts is the third question. And the third question is, will these relationships matter to me in five to 10 years? Because we get so stressed out over little things. I know that I've spent so much of my time as a hospital owner in the past worrying about one employee and somebody that's not very nice even, right? We 
hire these people. They turn out to not be the right fit. They're frustrating the other people that work in the practice. They're frustrating the clients. Things just aren't going well. And I've spent days and weeks and even months sometimes trying to help these people, change these people. And it really was a waste of my energy. And when you finally get rid of these toxic people from your practice, everyone's happier. And so it really didn't matter in five or 10 years. People that you really invest a lot of your time and energy in turn out to be sometimes not the right people. So as you're going through that second question, am I in the right relationships? The third question, will these relationships matter, helps you really figure that out. And that will this matter in five to 10 years is such a powerful question. I sometimes try to think that when I'm getting really stressed out about something. My outfit, my flight was late, um, something got canceled and I'm frustrated about that. Will I really remember in five to 10 years? Is this that important? And many times it isn't. So stressing and worrying and all the things that we do around this one little incident or this one little relationship isn't going to be that important later on. So why is it important now? The fourth question about relationships is, am I giving the people I value most enough time? We spend so much time focused on the wrong things. Life is hard. There's social media. There's terrible things happening in the world. There's global warming. There's political upheaval. All these things that we focus on. And then we get so busy. We're busy at work. We're busy with clients. All the things that rob us of the important attention that we want to give to the people in our life that are most important. And so if we focus on these daily challenges instead of the people, we're wasting time. The relationships around you, your family, your friends, your circle, are what help you to create happiness. They help you to deal with the things that come up in life. That's why we talk about quality time, right? Spending time with your family and your friends, if they're the good relationships, family and friends aren't always the ones you want to focus on, but if you have strong relationships with certain people in your life, spending time with them will have a bigger impact on your happiness than anything else, including more money or a quality career or saving one more pet. The people that you value are the ones that deserve your time and energy. Now that's not to say that you have to spend all your time with these people. You don't really wanna do that, right? You wanna have some well-rounded focused attention when you're at work and when you're at home. But if your brain is at work while you're at home with your family, then you're not putting in the time on those family relationships. So this mental boundary practice that we do helps us to spend quality time with our people and not thinking about work while we're trying to spend time with our families at home. And I think out of all the things that veterinarians struggle with, this is one of them, right? We have things that divert our attention from the things that we're supposed to be doing with our family and friends. It just happened to me this morning. I had my day planned, everything that I was going to get done and who I was going to talk to and what I was going to do today. 
and my phone goes off and it's my work texting me a picture of an incision from a pet that I did surgery on the other day and asking, what do I think of this incision? Does it need antibiotics? Can we do an e-collar? All the questions that they're asking me. And so my attention gets diverted. And so when you're at home and you're spending quality time with your family and work is diverting your attention, just be aware of it. It doesn't mean you have to change it. I still answered the question for my work people so they could go on with their day, so I could go on with my day. I took five minutes to do that. But not letting the thought that they interrupted my day blow me out of the water. And that's what so many of us do. They say, well, they shouldn't be texting me. Why are they texting me? I'm on my day off. You know, we we indulge in all of these, why are they doing this thoughts when we could just simply answer the question and move on. And so a lot of these questions that we're going over are helping us to refocus our brain on what's most important and not let that brain get hijacked by the circumstances that pop up in our day. So the next question, and this is question number five if you're keeping track, as I am, is what relationships am I grateful for? Where is my gratitude directed? Is it directed at people or is it directed at things or your job or something like that? I am a big believer in practicing gratitude because it helps you refocus your mind in a more positive way. So many times we're trying to make more money to pay off our debt. We're trying to accomplish things, which is a big thing for me. I'm always looking for the next thing that I can do, right? I like to be on boards. And so I was on my local board for a while and then I became president. And then I was on my state board and then I became president. And I have this need or want, I guess it is, to do all the things. But if I'm grateful for all the things or all the accomplishments that I'm trying to make rather than what is truly important, like my family concentrating on them and my friends, that gratitude is misdirected. So I'm not telling you that goals and dreams are not important. Financial goals, you know I believe in that. Personal achievement goals, I believe in that. Being the best veterinarian that you can be, I believe in that. However, it's super important to step back at times and just be grateful for what you have and who you have. Being grateful for the roof over your head, for the lack of a flooded basement sometimes if it's flooding somewhere else near you. Just being grateful doesn't make you complacent. It doesn't make you stop trying to improve your life, but it allows you to focus on the blessings and appreciate all the people that you have in your life that are contributing to your success. For example, on Saturday I worked. It was a full moon, and I wrote a blog about it if you want to read about it, of what happened. But we had, I think, two or three clients out of the 20 that we saw that day that were kind of ugly and weird and demanding and not acting the way they should act at least the way I thought they should have acted. Now, in their mind, they were acting perfectly appropriately. So if I take that day as an example and I focus on those two crabby people, then I miss the gratitude that I could have for the other 
18 people that were kind and waited patiently and didn't abuse my staff. And so practicing gratitude is a key to being truly happy, to appreciating what you do have. And it also lowers stress and anxiety. If I just stop when people are being mean at work and count my blessings, how many people have been nice today? Oh, this one was super cool. This person called me honey, which I love being called honey. This person did exactly what I asked them to do. This person was super kind when they asked me a question. If I go through and count all those people that I'm grateful for, I'll slowly get less stressed about the people that were unkind or that were ugly that came into the hospital that day. And if you feel yourself worrying about anything, try to focus on being grateful. Now, I have great relationships in my life. Uh, Most of my family I get along with, not all, but most of my family I have a good solid relationship with, many friends, and even many clients. So I have a ton to be grateful for. If you don't have good, strong relationships or you feel that you don't, really rack your brain and see if there's anyone out there that you can develop a relationship with, that you can improve a relationship with. And then be grateful for the opportunity to have the relationship with that person. Because I've had clients tell me that they don't feel like they have any solid relationships in their life. And I know that's true for many of us. There are times when we feel really on our own and out floating with no lifeline. But practicing gratitude for the fact that you have a job where there's people there that you could um, create a relationship with. Being grateful that you have a home, being grateful that you're even listening to this podcast and you have the cognitive ability to work on your brain is just a little place to start. So practice some gratitude about the people that are around you and those relationships. The sixth question that I came up with is how can I be more helpful to those around me and to myself? Now, this kind of goes to that people-pleasing mentality, right? If you're a people-pleaser, like I tend to be, I always have this innate need to be helpful to people around me. But I don't always think about being helpful to myself. And in order to have good, strong relationships, you have to have a good, strong relationship with yourself. So this question is kind of two questions in one, right? How can I be helpful to those around me? And how can I be helpful to myself? And keeping the myself as a priority will allow you to work on your own happiness, which then allows you to be a better friend. And you can do these things at the same time. You can be more helpful to others and also helpful to yourself. You can encourage people at work. You can be more patient, which is something I always have to work on because I am kind of a highly impatient person. I like things to go fast and furious. And so in order to work on myself, I have to practice being patient. And all of this goes back to this personal development thing that we talk about a lot. It's not a place you're ever going to end up. It's something that you're continuously working on. And so asking yourself these questions will allow you to work on your own personal development. And then you improve slowly in your relationships and in the way you treat yourself over time. 
Now the seventh question kind of builds on that. Have I done something nice for another person today? There's a big belief, and I believe this truly, that a happy life is one that is spent serving others. And it's kind of one of these things that we laugh about because our profession is a service profession. And sometimes it doesn't feel so happy, right? It feels tough. It feels like there's so much service that we get drained of our own ability to take care of ourselves. But when you think about doing nice things for other people, it often feels good. Maybe not so much to a mean client, but when you do something nice for a nice client, it brings reward because they thank you, they call you honey, if you like being called honey, they will bring you donuts for your team, they will do something nice in return. And so if work is getting too much for you right now, don't use this question at work. Use it outside of work. Have I done something nice for a stranger today? Have I done something nice for a family member today? Could I write a thank you note for one of my team members? Can I do a random act of kindness? And if you have this heart of a servant, if you enjoy helping other people, This will bring joy to your life and your relationships. It'll strengthen your relationships. So if work seems too overwhelming and serve the service of others is too difficult at work, then start doing something outside of work. Volunteer, donate money, donate time. All these things will help you create better relationships with others and yourself and also allow your brain to open itself up to positivity and gratitude. The next question, number eight, if you're counting, is do I worry too much about what others think? So we've talked about that we're social and we need to be accepted by other people. That's normal. That's kind of a normal human need. And so sometimes we get so focused on doing what other people want us to do that we lose track of ourselves and the relationships that are most important to us. If you're worrying so much about your behavior and the decisions that you make and how they affect others, that you don't have the ability to be true to your own values, then you're gonna have a difficult time creating the relationships that you wanna create. People-pleasing is often detrimental to our own psyche. You give up little pieces of yourself when you people please. And for me to say this right after I asked you to do something kind for somebody else sounds contradictory, but it really isn't. This idea that I worry about what others think about me is different than am I doing something for others in order to practice gratitude and work on my own sense of self-worth. So asking yourself if you worry about what others think is just helping you figure out whether you're living authentically and you have authentic relationships. Because if you're kind to someone and they're unkind and you're trying to foster a relationship with someone because you want to people please, but you are not getting anything in return from this relationship, then it's a false relationship. And if this person likes you because you're constantly people-pleasing them, then it's not a true relationship. If you are in a relationship with someone, they need to see all of your ugly. 
because we all have it, right? We all have issues. We all do things that we might not be super proud of. But a true, good, strong relationship allows you to be exactly who you are. So honestly, look at some of the relationships that you have and see if they're relationships built on people-pleasing or if they're relationships that this person truly likes you just for who you are and would forgive you if you did something that didn't please them. Then you're working on authentic relationships. And there needs to be a balance between helping other people and helping yourself. Doing what's good for the other person in the relationship and doing good for yourself. Question number nine is, what can I do to improve the way that I view relationships And what if I wasn't afraid to get into a relationship? So it's kind of two questions, but combined because it's about fear. Many of us show up very timid. We hold back. We don't want people to know what we truly think. We keep our feelings to ourselves because we're afraid that if we open up to people that they will reject us. We stay in jobs that we don't flourish in. We attempt to achieve things that we think other people will admire, but that we don't truly want to achieve. We do things that we think are acceptable or socially acceptable. But what would you do if you weren't afraid? What could you change about the way you view your life and the other lives around you to approach them without fear? If you feel fear keeping you from calling a friend reaching out to someone at work, reaching out for help with a coach or therapist, that fear is holding you back from becoming your best self. And when we feel fear, that's just our brain telling us that this is important, that this is something that we really want. So part of building relationships and becoming more your authentic self is facing these fears. So ask yourself, what could I change if I wasn't afraid, and what do I need to do today that feels a little scary in order to progress my relationships? And the last question that I wanna round out this podcast with is why am I not taking action? And this kind of goes back to the fear and the lack of relationship. Why don't I have the relationship that I want? Why am I not spending the time that I want to spend with my children? What is the disconnect? Because as humans, we, we have kind of been taught by society and other people that things need to be a certain way, and then we play it safe. We accept things for the way they are. We say things like, well, veterinary medicine is hard, and I can't say no, and I can't set boundaries. And I can't progress beyond where I am right now. And in order to become a better person and have better relationships, I need to quit my job. I need to not be a veterinarian anymore. I need to get out of veterinary medicine. We say these things because other people say these things. We accept when people say veterinary medicine is hard, we accept that. And people tell us that you can't have balance when you're in this kind of profession. Why? Why can't you? Don't accept limitations that other people put on you. Challenge your thoughts. Challenge the actions 
challenge your relationships, challenge your brain. Asking yourself the why not question about relationships allows you to start to evaluate the people around you. Who is around you? Are they holding me back? Are they creating this narrative that my job is too hard? Are they filling me with negativity? Are they causing me to be average? It's important to surround yourself with people that allow you to push and allow you to dream and people that challenge you. We don't want to become complacent. Life is hard. It really is. I understand. But hiding in a box is harder. Jumping out and being grateful for what's there and then challenging your brain to think, why can't I do this? Why can't I have amazing relationships in my home, amazing relationships at my work, and an amazing relationship with myself? Why can't I? What am I allowing myself to think or do that isn't progressing me to the place that I want to be? Find someone in your life, even if it's only one person, that challenges you to be better, pushes you out of your comfort zone. I have friends that do this for me. I have a husband that does this for me. He'll challenge my thinking sometimes. And then my coach. When I go to get coached, they definitely challenge my brain. Why are you thinking this way? Why do you think you can't do this? Why are you sticking with the story that your life can't change? And this all goes back to great relationships. So if you're struggling this week, thinking about all these questions about your relationships, if you're feeling stuck, please reach out. You can sign up for a free coaching with me on my website, veterinarylifecoach.com, or reach out to one person that you have a good relationship with and talk these things through. Getting them out of your brain, getting them out on paper, unloading your thoughts, so to speak, will help you so much. And that's why I love questions like this. So I'm going to quickly go through them again, just in case you want to write them down and work on them later. The first one is, who do I spend the most time with? Are they influencing my life positively? Two is, am I investing my time and energy in the right relationships? Number three is, will the relationships that I'm working on matter in five to ten years? Number four is, am I giving the people I value most enough time? Number five, what relationships am I grateful for? Where is my gratitude directed? At people or at things? And what can I be grateful for? Number six, how can I be more helpful to those around me and also to myself? Number seven, Have I done something nice for another person today? Number eight, do I worry too much about what others think? And how is that affecting me? Number nine, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? What can I do to improve the way I view my relationships without fear? And number 10, why am I not taking action in my relationships? What am I thinking that's causing me to stay small. I wish you all the best this week in working on these things in your life. If you look around and you don't have a strong relationship 
of any sort around you, I challenge you to try to create one today. It takes work. It's scary. I totally get it. But work on one important relationship this week. And if you do, let me know. You can send me an email and let me know how it's going. And I will encourage you and give you some tools to continue to push yourself forward. I will be back again next week with more questions. I think next week we will talk about money. Until next week, have a beautiful, relationship-rich week. Bye.